we take a look in the mirror and we start kind of cleaning up our own side of the street. And then that way, if we're operating from inner wisdom and compassion a little bit more, a higher percentage of the day, guess what? That's going to ripple out 10 times over. So your team's going to behave in that way as well. Welcome to Intuition Unleashed, a revolution in personal liberation. The go-to podcast that helps you access intuitive guidance combined with mental health and spirituality. Let your intuition guide you and unlock a life of true liberation. And now your host, Beck Nelson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of my podcast, Intuition Unleashed, a revolution in personal liberation, and I am your host, Beck Nelson. And today, I'm so excited to have as my guest, Amy Lynn Durham. So Amy is the founder of Create Magic at Work, where she uses her knowledge as an executive coach and certified spiritual intelligence coach to uniquely blend spirituality and business to help clients in their personal, professional, and spiritual development. Ooh, I can't wait to dig into this. Create Magic at Work's products and services are designed with the goal of supporting leaders to nurture and advocate for healthy workplaces. Amy is the host of Create Magic at Work podcast and the author of the book by the same name which I see in the background there. She draws on her past experiences as a successful corporate executive and shares win-wins, win-win ways with hundreds of clients and organizations on how they can get productive results by fostering human-centered leaders and workplaces. How refreshing is that? So I am really excited to have on as my guest, Amy Lynn Durham. Hi, Amy. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Every, you know, just when I'm reading your bio, it just reminds me of when we first met and we were in a group and we were kind of doing introductions to the group. And I'm like, oh, I need to hear more about that, right? Because you said some of the things that are hot buttons for me. So can you first tell me, I, I want to hear all about you. Where are you calling in from today? I am based out of Central California, a little town called Clovis. I love yeah. California. You look still look like you're wearing a lot of clothes for California. <laughs> <laughs> I am. You know, this is just really odd, but it's supposed to rain and snow in the next couple of days where I'm at, which never happens. What? Yeah. And we were in like short sleeve shirts over the, the weekend. So yeah, it's been a little wonky weather wise. Oh, well, it's snowing today over here in New England and Rhode Island, which is perfectly seasonable for February when we're taping this. So um, I love talking to people from California because I feel like they have a much freer thought process. Things don't, they don't, they're not so uh, stressed out about the things that we are over here on the East Coast, I feel like. Yeah, it's a different vibe, maybe. <laughs> I, I love it. And um, I love talking to people from that area. So can we, let's get to know each other a little bit better mm -hmm. by telling me more about who your ideal client is. Yeah. I work with high level leaders in the workplace that really want to take their leadership beyond emotional intelligence. And, you know, emotional intelligence is something that really became kind of more popular in corporate culture towards the, the late nineties and then into the two thousands. I think people are realizing there needs to be something more. We're not accessing all parts of our brain that we can. And that's where I come in with the spiritual intelligence. And I help them go beyond EQ and really operate from their inner sage, their inner wisdom, and help put that ego aside 
rears up and it rears up a lot in the corporate world. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I don't think that they're even realizing that that's what's bring up until you probably show them that. Yeah. The interesting thing is, wow, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of defensiveness, protecting when it's not really necessary. When someone has that moment where they realize oh, I can actually be profitable and productive with my company and my team and have a human-centered workplace. That's a win-win. Please tell me more, right? Like, wow, we can all feel good and do this? Cool. (laughs) You know what? We're getting into the second question, which is what is the problem (laughs) that you solve for your ideal client? But what I love about that is that I think that people never, they separate emotional intelligence from work because, you know, you you always get that answer. Well, it's just business. Yeah. As if, you know, as if like saying something, saying it's just business means that you don't have to have any emotion involved in it. You just, you answer things or do things from a completely different perspective without ego involved. Yep. And you know what that has done that I have witnessed for people is they have to, you know, there's all of this talk on LinkedIn and how can I be my authentic self at work? Well, that's why people, People feel like they can't be their authentic selves because they're shutting down parts of who they are to show up for the majority of the day that we're living. So what you're saying is that you're seeing that there's a shift in what's expected and who, what part of them can show up at work. Yeah, I'm starting to feel it. I hope everyone is where um, just the some 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 organizations and some companies are really embracing people coming to work as their authentic selves. And accessing these higher leadership skill sets like spiritual intelligence. I'm trained as an SQ21 coach. So there's 21 skills that I use as a framework to coach clients with. And that's really helpful for leaders because it gives them something grounding and something tangible that they can work with uh, in the workplace. And they're seeing it firsthand. I mean, it's kind of a spiritual law, right? A spiritual law is you can't, it's not like something you can test in a lab per se, which you actually can with this with data, but Mm -hmm. you put this into place and you watch it for 30 days and you experience it yourself. And then you're like, oh my gosh, like, right. This is everybody feels great. There isn't any ego induced drama. There's less stress going on in the workplace. Wow. And we're more productive and more profitable. Great. And I can see, I can look at, I can look at my coworker and see the the human in in them and him and her. It's definitely the next level for corporate culture and the companies that do not embrace this. In, I'm kidding, I'm going off right now, but that's okay because they'll just systemically, the other, the ones that do embrace this will survive. Exactly. Right? And have yeah. you seen a difference in that since the pandemic actually? Yeah, I've definitely seen multiple things during the pandemic. I've seen some, we all, we we saw the hybrid work culture, right? And then we saw the great resignation come through where people were like, wait a minute. And there's all sorts of different ways that the data from the great resignation is interpreted. However, the main point is people left their jobs or switched their jobs at a high, high level. And I think the pandemic was a wake up call for what am I doing in my life? What's my life purpose? Am I living in aligned with my values? And let me take a look in the mirror and really make sure I'm enjoying my life. 
And do you and not waiting for a someday? Yeah, right. We talked about you know I'm uh, you're a West Coast, I'm East Coast. Do you see a difference in where places places in the? Is, are we talk about people businesses in the United States first of all, or all over? Yeah, we'll stick to the United States for now. But I definitely work internationally. So I mean, frankly, the international community, the global community is really drawn to spiritual intelligence, even more so than 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 the United States. But the United States needs to get on board more. (laughs) Got that right. Got that right. And are you Yeah, call me. You, oh yes, your, your information will be in the show notes for sure, right? Because the world needs this, right? And you made a very good point. As soon as you hit any business in their pocketbook and you can show them it, you know, increase in their revenues, then you get their attention. Yeah. And it's more than that, too, Beck. It, it's how do I how can I become a quantum leader? How can I become, you know, this servant leader phrase was really became popular, but servant people think of a servant leader as, well, I'm here for my my employees and I'm here for my customers and my shareholders and and I'm really coming through for them. But can we take it to the next level? Can we take it to where you can be a quantum leader? Can we take it to where you understand that you're running a business or an organization not just for profit, but also for the ripple effect that you're leaving in the world, for the planet, for humanity, for your communities? in every single decision that you make. So to be of service. Yes. And to understand that your life is extremely important and extremely profound. And yet it's a tiny piece of the history of the universe. And can you make leadership decisions from that paradox? Ooh. Okay. So we talked about who your ideal client is and we've touched upon question two, but maybe I can ask it more specifically. What is the problem that you solve? for your ideal client? The overarching theme that my clients feel when they work with me is that they can maintain inner and outer peace regardless of the situation they're in, even when they're under great stress. And they can make wise and compassionate decisions for themselves during those times. And that's something that's a change from what they're, they see and how they can respond before they work with you. Absolutely. Because prior to that, they might be making decisions for their business or their life from their, I saw it on your website too, the saboteur or the sabotage or what I, we, what I call it in spiritual intelligence, the ego, right? Mm-hmm. And those decisions aren't may not be the most healthy for you about 80 to 90% of the time. <laughs> so the problem yeah. that you solve is that they're making decisions based on uh, based out of fear, but not their- Fear, protection, defensiveness, scarcity. That's a big one. There's not enough for everyone, mm-hmm. that, that yes. underlying feeling. And then shifting that into that quantum leader that I just described. How can I make decisions from my inner sage, my inner wisdom, my higher self? How can I create this ripple effect in the world? And oh, by the way, the byproduct of that is you get more productivity and profitability anyway. The data shows that. So it's a win-win. Data is always important. Show me yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. So what do you what are some of the common mistakes that you see people make when they're trying to solve that problem of, you know, speaking from the wrong place and that kind of thing? I think some of the common mistake, I don't know if they're mistakes, but maybe frustrations is once once you start walking the path or doing the work, an assumption that 
it's going to be easy mm-hmm. or that it's going to be all puppy dogs, ice cream and rainbows. And I go through the same thing. You know, I have to live this myself. And every time a client is going through a frustration or an irritation or something at work, the most important thing to get grounded to remember is um, the work is in the practice. Yeah. Okay. And I kind of piggybacking, I think what you're saying Mm -hmm. that they, you don't want them to forget that it's not going to be easy just because we say this is going to be better than like, oh, then that should be easy. Right. But there are things that get in the way sometimes from within you, but also that not everybody around you is going to support that. Oh, sure. And also if you're working on some skills, let's say you're working on being a leader who's a calming and healing presence. That's a skill in SQ. And it's one of the capstone skills. Like, well, universe might show up and give you many opportunities to practice how you can be a calming and healing presence. (laughs) Trust me, I've been there. Um, Same thing. I'm, you know, maybe you're working on really shifting from the ego saboteur perspective to the sage inner wisdom perspective, and you want to operate your life feeling more inner and outer peace. Well, you're going to get more opportunities to tap into your inner wisdom that arise and and the, the work is in the practice. Yeah. So we always say, thank you for the lesson. I'll try again tomorrow. (laughs) We messed up, right? I I have three R's. It's like uh, recognize, repair, Oh, is it recognize, recover, repair? And then the there's like the bonus, which is like radical self-forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. That that's yeah. the uh, the boss level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause we're gonna make mistakes. It's not gonna be perfect. But also I like that you use the word opportunities because if you call them opportunities instead of obstacles, then you see them as something that you can learn from. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to do that, especially when you're in it, right? And that's why you need a coach. Mm-hmm. To kind of come in and and help you kind of pull out of yourself and, and like look at everything big picture. That's a big quantum leader, higher self mm-hmm. quality. Like You're absolutely yeah. right. What's a, a valuable free action that the people in the audience can implement that would kind of help with that? Yeah, I have a free download on my website. It's at createmagicatwork.net. And you could go to the shop. It's called um, Be Happy Today. And it's a really cool exercise I do in corporate settings with large groups because it helps you accept where you are today with your job and your life. Kind of like the grass is greener right here. And that way, once you do that, you can start shifting into what you want your future self to look like. Awesome. So that's, yeah. uh, so the, the free action and the next question is a, a valuable free resource and that's right on your website. Yes. Yeah, it's under the shop on createmagicatwork.net. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. And then it, what's the one question that I should have asked you that would be of great value to your audience that I didn't ask? Hmm. I think that, gosh, we covered a lot, but something <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, I think the most important, one more thing I want to share is you as a person, you are a leader, no matter what you're doing, you're a leader of your life. And whatever energy or emotion that you're operating from, if you have a team and you're in a position of power, that emotion ripples out from some of the research and data we've seen 10 times over. So if you're operating from a space of anger, fear, apathy, these types of emotions or behaviors 
will be magnified 10 times by your team and who they're interacting with. So this is why it's so important that we start with ourselves. We take a look in the mirror and we start kind of cleaning up our own side of the street. And then that way, if we're operating from inner wisdom and compassion a little bit more, a higher percentage of the day, guess what? That's going to ripple out 10 times over. So your team's going to behave in that way as well. Just a little kind of energetic data I wanted to share. So model what it is that you want to see in other people and put that out there and it'll have a ripple effect. Yeah. I, it's interesting you say that it reminds me of when I was at a a workshop for the weekend and we had a a chef that was cooking for us and she's in charge of these, you know, huge kitchens. And she always says that if she sees somebody in her kitchen that is angry while they're cooking, she makes them leave because she does not want any anger infused into her food. I've totally heard that before, or that's, that's where the sitting around the table and just kind of blessing your food and from whatever faith or practice you believe in, it just sends that energy because you're about to ingest it with everyone at the table consciously. Yeah. And that just a blessing is gratitude. So you're putting mm-hmm. gratitude out there before you're eating, right? I love that. Thank you. And so yeah. now the last question, because this is the the podcast about revolution and personal liberation. Can you talk about what is your definition and understanding of personal liberation? Yeah. Right when I heard that, I th- I just thought of freedom, feeling free. That means free with free from the mind. I hear a lot of clients that have a lot of financial goals, but they're not financially free. We'll use that as an example. So financial freedom, to me, that is freedom from worrying about money. Or I want to be free from worry in general. How can we do that? Well, we can cultivate these practices within ourselves where we're operating from our inner sage, our inner wisdom, where we can ultimately see, maybe not immediately, but see things that occur in our lives that we might have thought were bad. We can look back and see them as gifts or eventually find the gift a little bit sooner. So it's that freedom. That's what personal liberation is to me, that type of freedom, freedom from worry, freedom from frustration, from irritations, from angers, abilities to see the gifts and everything. And that's what you cultivate with your program. Yeah. With spiritual intelligence, for sure. That's absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) You would be a great guest on here. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate your time. I know. And I know you're three hours behind us. So this is the earlier in the morning for you. I appreciate you and your time. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. I hope we sent some magic to everyone today. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Well, we're going to leave you with that magic audience. Appreciate your time, Amy. Thanks. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Intuition Unleashed. We hope you found it informative and thought provoking. But before you go, we have a little challenge for you. Most of us have sneaky little habits that hold us back and trip us up. So why not take this not at all uncomfortable quiz to find out what you do to derail yourself from achieving your goals and how you can call yourself on your own BS. Get to know your self-sabotage specialty and take the first step towards getting out of the way of your own success. Just visit becknelson.com forward slash quiz and take the quiz now. That's becknelson.com forward slash quiz. We can't wait to see your results. And as always, we'll be back next week with more Intuition Unleashed. Thanks for listening.